0: Fantastic. So welcome everyone. So naturally healthy club week 22. And so fifth last week. So today we're going to be talking about fat bastard habits and um, I'm hoping I'm not offending anyone with this one, uh, but it's just a bit of a joke that I have with myself. And so I'll go into more detail about what they are, what fat bastard habits are to in today's lesson. But I wanted to start with a quote that I came up in my five-minute journal app, and it was from someone called Audrey Lord, and it's, um, caring for myself is not self-indulgence, it's self-preservation. So I love this idea that the work that we're doing in, as in the Naturally Healthy Club, becoming naturally healthy people, like taking care of ourselves, the energy that we're using to do that isn't self-indulgence, it's like, it's actually a form of self-preservation. So just, yeah, so, so good. Okay, so our plan for today is, um, I'll go through our philosophy and I'll quickly touch on our process and then we've got a little bit of news and then we'll recap um, last week's lesson, which was around, um, oh, radically smaller dinners. Yeah, of course, <laughs> going good with the program. Uh, and then we're going to talk about about bastard habits and this idea of, uh, of the, the one or two small habits that are actually like a hindrance to weight, weight loss for you. And how do we, and we'll go through an exercise to identify those for you so that you can start to shift them and see some results. Okay, so um, naturally healthy philosophy. I am, or I'm becoming naturally healthy. I'm way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Yes, I weigh whatever I weigh and it's okay. I practice acceptance with that. How do I want this to go? Best question for being intentional. Overeating isn't worth it. There'll be plenty of amazing food in my future. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods and we prioritize protein. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. I'm not behind. I'm not like I don't have to catch up. Like whatever I'm, whatever lessons I happen to learn. they See, those are the ones that are meant for me. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. And I think that I want to do this, reminding yourself that when you're feeling like, when you like were on a journey to become something, like to change something about yourself and you're kind of not feeling like you're getting there just reminding yourself that i want this like i want this i want to be naturally healthy that's a great thought to have because it's focusing your energy on yes this is something that i it's worth pursuing rather than i can't be this or it's not working like it's a it's a it's a much more um helpful thought to have when you're in that place of of struggle okay and our um naturally healthy process so there's four parts to our process she holds up five fingers um so l-i-t-e so l for listening to our bodies and also listening to our souls <laughs> and um the thought that goes along with that is that overeating isn't worth it and then the other thought that it, in terms of listening to our soul the like our um like our, our, our what we re- what we need what uh, the, the rest of our us, like not just our physical body, the other parts of our body is asking like, what do I really need here? And that's really helpful for identifying when we are emotionally eating, what what it is that that we're trying to use food to give ourselves and then identifying that so that we can give ourselves what, what we really need. Maybe that's sleep, maybe that's a hug, maybe it's connection. Like, um, yeah, so, so the listening to our, our body, listening is like has it, has an extra dimension to it. And the habit that goes along with listening to our bodies is either leaving bites behind, um, or what we spoke about last week in terms of radically smaller dinners, although radically smaller dinners also fits in with I, which is intentional choices. And so, um, the, and, and really like using our human brain, using our rational brain to make intentional choices is the crux of what being naturally healthy is and if i were going to choose just one part of this process that is the one that would that that would stay like if I, if I had to narrow it down to just one thing that we would were doing for six months it would be just focusing on being intentional with our choices in terms of when we're eating in terms of what we're eating in terms of how much we're eating and the um the thought that that I find really helpful for making intentional choices is like, how do I want, how do I want this to go? And because when we connect with how we, what we want, what we, how we want something to go, then that kind of, can, that's a, that's code for ch- like getting our, 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 our rational brain, our prefrontal cortex on board to make the decisions where, it, um so it's, yeah, it, it's, it's a really helpful question and it, you can use it, of course, when you're thinking about your whole day, or you can use it before you, an event, when you're thinking about how you want the event to go. And you can also use it in the moment when you've like perhaps been, um, maybe you're in the moment and you're in the moment of overeating. And then you kind of notice and you're like, actually, how do I want this to go? Like, do I really want to stuff myself now and feel gross later? Or do you know, do I want to put the food down or do I really want to continue doing this emotional eating behavior or, you know, should I just go and have a, have a shower and take myself to bed? Or should I call someone? Like it's, it's a, it's a really useful, useful thought and useful, useful tool is being intentional. And the habit that goes along with, with making intentional choices is our daily practice is, is great for just having that that one time where we are looking at the the bigger picture of our day and how we want our day to go. Um, but the other thing that you can add in is just being intentional with your serving sizes. So and setting that intention of actually, I'm not going to just randomly snack. If I am going to have some food, I'm going to I'm going to sit, serve it out and sit down and enjoy it. And when we when you are serving things out, like just actually looking at the what you're putting on your plate and and like is this like, do I really need all this? <laughs> Knowing that you can always go back and get more. Um, and I think just those two things like thinking through your day and then in the moment serving yourself out and tuning in with actually checking in with like, what's, do I really need all this is, a, is a great way to be intentional. Um, so you don't like, yes, sometimes you might want to serve yourself a radically smaller dinner and that can be an effective tool, but you you don't have to be doing that all the time. And sometimes, but, but if you are like most of the time, just being intentional with your serving sizes, then that can, that will make a huge difference. Then we've got T for tracking. And the thought that goes along with that is yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. And we want to just Becoming at that weight from a, a, a place of self-acceptance, knowing that we're at whatever our weight is, we are still an amazing, amazing person. And the habit that goes along with, um, with the tracking is weighing ourselves daily, of course. And then E is for enjoyment. And the thought that goes along with that is there's no rush. And the habit that goes along with that is like putting our cutlery down. So we just slow and we, we say we're able to savor and enjoy our food. And the other habit that goes along with enjoyment is is anticipation. So looking, letting ourselves plan delicious things that we're going to be eating either that day or maybe that weekend or wh- whenever it is. It doesn't the time frame isn't important, but what is important is is giving ourselves that permission and giving ourselves that that little joy of looking forward to whatever to to food. Okay, so that's our process. So in terms of news, posted the week this prize uh, this week, went to two people. Um, so one was Lorreen, and she actually posted a comment on the replay from last week's lesson. So in the late call, I was coaching Deb around um, we, and we identified that that snacking after So her weight had started to be going, going up recently and we identified the culprit or her yeah. um, fat bastard habit of um, snacking after dinner. And so Lorreen had posted a comment on that and I just wanted to so I wanted to, like I thought it was so helpful and so I'll just read it out. So uh Lorreen said, um Deb, I think this is what this was you talking, but I want to give you some of my own evidence related to what Jules is saying. I hope it um it's a it is an encouragement to you. I literally eat anything I want during the day. Do need to work on uh, though more intentionality here. But then I often realize when I sit down to dinner, I don't need to need as much. This makes me naturally eat less. My only, my big only intention has been not to eat after supper is over. Um, Right after supper, I give my youngest a bath and brush my teeth. I have a bit. I have a big chunk of weight that I've wanted to lose already just by doing this. So, celebrating Lorraine for like setting that intention with herself it's okay I'm just going to eat whatever during the day but um, dinner time I'm going to be intentional and if I've eaten a lot during the day probably I won't need that much Uh, and that's making a difference like that's enough to for her to be as she said a big chunk of weight (laughs) and because I ate whatever and as much as I wanted during the day I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything so she's not feeling deprived and then she said, um, you, can do, you can do it. Also, we have dessert almost every day, which I consider part of supper. Sometimes I choose not to have it because I'm satisfied, but I let myself have it anytime I want. So um, love this from Lorreen. Thank you and congratulations on losing that weight. But thank you so much for sharing what's working for you, because that's really helpful for other people to say, oh, yeah, OK, if that works for, for Lorraine, like definitely let me give this a go. And Uh, Yeah. And so just notice that she's intentionally like she's being really specific with her intention around that after after eating, after supper, as she calls it. Um, And that's making a huge difference. Uh, So actually, if you are someone who eats a lot like snacks and grazes after dinner, after supper, like that's actually in some ways a huge opportunity Mm -hmm. because it just cutting out that habit can have a dramatic impact on your weight. Uh, And then we've got the other prize week of the week. post of the week prize this week went to Julie. um, And so Julie had done some coaching with Julie and we decided that for this week, for her to start feeling better about her naturally healthy self, uh, that she was going to post a tiny win in the group every week. So she had tiny win Thursday. So she had done it every, every day. Uh, and the one for, I gave it the prize for the one from Thursday, cause it just really spoke to me and it said, tiny win Thursday, ate a toasted cheese sandwich slowly without distraction, enjoyed every melty crunchy bite. Uh, so that maybe this smile, the thought of the melty crunchy bite and also Julie enjoying that and eating it without distractions because, uh, Julie does have a history of eating in front of the TV. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was so fun. Okay. And then um, in terms of what's up next, so we've got, have we got five more lessons? Yes, I think so. And uh, yeah, five more lessons in this group over naturally healthy club and then the new groups starting in March, but you're welcome to uh, join the, I have a the natural staying naturally healthy group, which I've spoken about on previous calls. I won't go into a heap of detail about that. We'll talk more about that next week because I want to mindful um, of time and I want to move on, but, um, yeah, just know that there is an option to continue if you if you want to continue. Okay, radically smaller dinner. So that was last week's lesson, and the story behind that was there are a couple of people that I've worked with in that the Naturally Healthy Club where that's the only thing that we've done is they've just focused on serving them being really intentional with their serving sizes at dinner time, and um, and that's helped them to achieve their goals. And why it works is because you don't have to worry about coaching yourself you just clean your plate like you normally do you don't have to change that habit and you don't have to overcome all that food waste uh, coach yourself on the food waste if that's a thing for you and, but the cool thing with this is you're intentional with your serving sizes but you let yourself go back for more if you feel oh I'm really not satisfied um and so it avoids that psychological hunger that you often that that happens when you when you're dieting and you're only letting yourself eat a certain amount of food and you don't give your self the opportunity to go back um that can cause psychological hunger which it causes you to overeat in the future whereas this is like you you when you finish your plate you are probably like that gives you a good pause point you're probably satisfied but if you're not you have that that option and the other cool thing about doing this is it's it's so simple like it's just one decision it's one intention that you're looking at that you're setting every day and so it's like it, you can focus your efforts and it doesn't require extra effort effort to do it. So it's just like one thing. Okay, when I'm serving out my my serving sizes, setting my intention, then like being intentional with how much goes on my plate, and then the, it's kind of set and forget. Set and forget. Um, the only time that this doesn't work is um, like if you're in in a situation where you don't control your portion sizes. Of course, so then it's hard to serve yourself less if you're not serving at all. And it, so, of course, in that in that case. If someone else is serving for you, or you're in a restaurant, then being intentional with how much you eat, like listening to your body, is is going to have to come into play. And the other um, the other case where it won't work is if you have a habit of nighttime snacking, and that can um, because of course if you have a smaller dinner and then you're like then you're going to go back and be foraging in the pantry or the fridge anyway later, then like you know, it doesn't matter what you ate for dinner because you'll probably overeat to compensate to compensate for that. So if you do have that nighttime snacking habit, cleaning that up and setting that intention and changing that habit first is more important than actually, it will, will get be more effective than, um, so you need to do that as step one and then step two would be to focus on intentional serving sizes. And um, how to do it is, and, and actually, radically smaller dinners was something that one of Marie had actually um, had, had had. She 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 decided to call it, call it that. But it doesn't have to be like radically smaller. And it, it certainly, I wouldn't recommend doing like radically smaller dinners every single day. Like, I and I didn't mention that earlier. It, it's just, I think maybe we should, I should change this to like intentional dinners, like just being super intentional with your serving sizes at, di- at dinner. Right. And some days you might be like, oh, you know what? Scale was up this morning. I'm feeling pretty, pretty like not feeling super hungry. And on those days, make it really tiny, but on like really radically smaller, like Marie did, but on normal days, you might, you you're, you're serving yourself less than you would have eaten in the past, but it's still an amount that feels good to you um, so that yeah the actual quantity you can play around with that and you you don't have to be serving yourself like these tiny tiny dinners every single day like um, we don't it's just on some days when and but then on other days being being intentional and um, how to do it you do decide to serve yourself less before you start eating like I actually think it can be helpful to imagine yourself on scale the scale next day so you've got that correlation of oh yeah what I'm eating now is going to have an impact on that number in the morning and also still tuning into your body and still listening to your body like if you've served yourself less sometimes it's i've served myself a small dinner and it's still been more than i actually needed so you don't have to finish your smaller dinner if you like if you if you're feeling satisfied before the end of the plate by all means stop Um, but of course if you're not in that if you don't have that good skill then then it's not the end Um, intentionally sized dinners yes i like that that's that's much better rachel i think we'll, we'll move to that that so is isds instead of rsds <laughs> thank you um yes but yet you might want to experiment with some days like if you do you want to see some movement on the scale some days actually making it radically small like marie said um but mo- but not for every day okay so did anyone have any questions or did anything come up for anyone about this idea of radically smaller dinners are we all feeling okay about it? Is, it is it like a useful tool that we can use in our naturally healthy journey yeah we're good okay amazing okay let's move on and talk about what i call fat bastard habits so actually i'm curious does anyone feel a bit offended by this or is it like does it uh the, the idea of fat bastard <laughs> like habits is it, are we seeing it as, as something fun or are we seeing it as uh, something offensive? Fun? I like it. Judith. Okay, good. <laughs> so um, the story behind Fat Bastard Habit, not offended, but I'd rather have it another way to call it. Okay, cool, Christine. I'll, let, me think, let me think about it. But I'll just give you so just before so the context of um, actually um, it could be like hindrance habits, like, cause they're hindering weight loss. But the, the reason um, I went with Fast, fat bastard was because I actually I'll, when I tell you my, the story about it, um, but it's from Wayne's World the movie, and there was a character in there called Fat Bastard who was just like really really big, <laughs> and um, so when I when I think about these habits and I think about becoming fat bastard, it's quite a uh, like you don't want to become fat bastard in the, like from Wayne's World the movie, so that's where it's coming coming from. Um, okay. So good. I wanted to, I wanted to ask, ask everyone about about that. So leave it yeah, leave it with me. But yeah, basically it's like, une- But these habits are the opposite. Of, they're unintentional eating. So they're unintentional habits that mean that we end up eating more than we need, which which causes like it hinders. It's a hindrance to our weight loss. And so what happened recently it was actually when I came back from Ireland, I um, actually I noticed like when I was. In Ireland, I was, like, comforting myself a little bit with one of my things that I, like, that I, my indulgences is, is having um, cream in my tea. So normally I drink black tea, but then, like, if I and then, like, for special occasions I'll have milk or cream. And, but in Ireland I was just, and the cream's so good over there because I have all the rain and so the grass, but um, I, I could go on one about Irish cream for a while, but we won't we won't do that. And so I got into this habit of having cream in my tea, like, all the time in Ireland. And then I came home and it was like same thing. I was kind of like back into the cream the cream and also swigging cream, I was outing myself here for all my my bad habits, actually swigging cream out of the bottle, <laughs> bottle it was standing at the bridge, like, oh, I'll just have a bit of cream here. And like that happened, that can happen that can get like can can get a, to be a lot of cream. And so i noticed this habit had snuck back in. So I was like, right, I need to dip. And also my weight was like at the upper end of where I like to keep it. Like I was feeling, wasn't feeling like a fat bastard, but I wasn't feeling like it was kind of hovering at this high end where I was kind of like, Oh, this isn't, isn't so great. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do an experiment and see what happens if for a week, I just am really intentional with my cream. And so I'll just have tea without any like t- black tea So no milk or cream during the day, but after dinner, if I want to have some cream in my, like one cup of tea with cream, I will, I'll I'll have it if I want it. And the results were (laughs) um, pretty, pretty dramatic. So I actually like printed out my weight chart for you. And so actually this does look, it looks like a really big drop, but it's only like, um, I think like it's, it's like um, a kilo difference so two pounds, two pounds difference over the week. And that, that was the only thing I changed was that I, I, I stopped the, the cream and it was fascinating because when I, when I was doing it, I think there were like only a couple of nights where actually after dinner, I wanted the cream. Like I, even though I'd given myself that option, but it was like, cause I wasn't having it all day in my tea. I just like, it didn't seem as appealing to me. And so that was one specific habit that I stopped and was able to like lose two pounds in a week and I didn't change anything, anything else. And so it got, just got me thinking about like these little habits that we have that at the moment, in the moment, they kind of seem inconsequential, but actually they can be the thing that hinders our weight loss. So I want you to like think now about what could your unintentional FB <laughs> habit be like, um, or, or what is it at the moment? And the thing is that these these little habits can come and come and go. And in and I'll give you some examples to get you thinking. Um, but I like you'll know that like, there'll be something that you're currently doing that you're like, mm. and and the thing with these habits is occasionally they can like is that. That it's probably the stuff that's not super satisfying it's not super like that you you're really getting a lot of enjoyment out of it out of it they're like these kind of just sneaky little little bites that happen so it can be something like swinging cream out of the jar out of the bottle no uh, you probably no one else does that <laughs> uh, but it's things like you know just grabbing that handful of nuts every time you walk past the pantry or grabbing some candy every time you walk past the the candy jar if you've got One at work or, um, the after dinner foraging is, it can be a a big one of just, I'll just go back and have a little bit. I'll just, or, um, you know, serving yourself too much can be an FB habit. Like if you're always serving yourself these giant plates and, um, that can, and then cleaning your, cleaning your plate. It could be that you're always cleaning your plate, like that you're never leaving food behind. It could be like this is another one of of mine, of like picking when I'm when you're cooking. So you just, oh yeah, just a little bit here, a little bit there, like, and that that can really add up. And the other one that, that goes along with that that's actually can be um, even more pernicious is like picking when you're cleaning up. So you're just putting like p- packing the fruit away, but it's all, oh, there's a bit of chicken skin and just like have a bit of this and a bit, bit of that. And like, even so and, and having that on top of a meal where you're already feeling satisfied, like you know, that, all that, those extra bits, they, they can, they really can make a huge difference. Or the other thing is like, Double dipping, like so, I do this when, when, like I'm s- often like you know, you're serving yourself out. So you're having like my s- seeds and yogurt. I can be serving myself out my seeds and yogurt, and then I'm like, like eating yogurt as well, like putting like and putting the spoon back in there. <laughs> you know, Jules has had ter- terrible hygiene habits. Uh, but yeah, like double dipping with that, or like getting peanut, getting peanut butter out on, on a spoon, and then going back for more and more. Um, so th- although these types of things. Can really um can, can really like have it have an impact so i want you to identify like what is the one thing so there will definitely be like if your weight's not moving in the right direction there or your weight's not moving or if it's heading in the wrong direction there's definitely one thing that you're doing that that is an opportunity for you to change and actually see see some results and the cool thing is that it's probably not that big it's probably And it's probably something that you're not even really going to miss if you change this habit. Um, Another one that I didn't mention earlier could be like is um, not eating enough during the day. So restricting during the day and then getting over hungry and like overeating it, overeating in the, in the evenings. So, so yeah, there, there's some, there's some examples. So I'd love, love to hear like, what, what's your um, unintentional, unintentional habit, like any, like, can you identify it? what, like, is anyone, like, yes, I definitely know what mine is. Like, could, does anyone want to share or type in the chat if you, if you feel more comfortable typing in the chat? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool, Christine. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um Eating up the spoon or serving spoon while plating up. There we go, Lindsay. Excellent. Judith mine is daytime restricting and then too large dinner followed by snacking. Brilliant, Judith. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, okay, well, not brilliant, but so good to identify this. Gentle Lynch snacking too much. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So does anyone want to um, grazing throughout the day? Great, Tracy great um who haven't who haven't we heard from not having a plan for lunch i tend to eat less healthy that way there we go christine so that so these are all like really specific hey so it's like great when you identify what your habit is then what what we can do is just do an experiment this week of Okay. And setting that intention, like, so for the Lindsay, for the eating of the serving spoon while plating up, you can set that intention. This week I'm do- going to do an experiment. And before you start serving up food, just remember, okay, this is my intention. I'm not going to do that and just see how that plays out for you. And so same Judith for you, like daytime restricting. Great. So what we want to do is th- set the intention each day of letting yourself like have food during the day. Maybe it's like you want to just give yourself a, a like a, a nice intentional lunch and just do that experiment and see how does that play out for the rest of the evening? Like how on those days, how, how does that work? Um, okay, and then Jennifer's like snacking too much, great. So like what we want to do with that one is just think about how many snacks would you like to have during the day? Like what would feel like, what would naturally healthy Jennifer do in terms of snacking, like would it be that you'd have like one in the morning, one in the afternoon, like would you maybe have four snacks, three snacks, doesn't matter, however many. And then set that intention for the day of like, okay, this is, this is when I'm going to snack. And if I had the urge to snack outside of that, like if I really, really like there's some reason why I really want to do it, but otherwise like just be, bring that intentional thought, like checking in with how do I want this to go before you start snacking? be really helpful and actually jennifer do you like when you're snacking do you like do you serve yourself out out food or is it more just grabbing handfuls of this and that um it can vary my issue is usually with um afternoon snacking like around four it's like before dinner i i get hungry and i need something um and sometimes if the snack can be appropriate and like this And then other times it turns into grazing. So sometimes it's appropriate, and then other times it's like the wheels come off the bus and it just turns into free for all. Not often, but I just keep grazing because I don't feel either satiated or I don't feel full, and I just keep eating yeah right 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 okay cool and that's so that's just a matter of like being it being intentional with it and maybe experimenting with like having a bigger bigger snack and if you do feel if you don't feel like if you don't feel like, like it's satisfying for you remembering like coaching yourself and remembering well actually I don't want to be too full because I still want to enjoy my dinner and right just bringing that. And then if you notice that you're starting to go back to grazing, go, hang on, hang on. Okay. If I, if I'm going to have, go back for more, let's serve myself out, whatever the extra is that I want to have. So then I sit down and enjoy that. And just, just have that as the, in, the intentional is like the intentional part is if I'm going to be eating anything, I'm going to serve it out and sit down with it so that you, avoid okay. that, that random, great, the, cause it's like those little bits that you keep adding and adding and adding can End up to be significant, yeah, amazing, yeah yep. so good. But it's great because it's like specific at that time, and of course, it's happening because you're like it's afternoon and it's, and and it's like you're getting hungry. Um, and if you can experiment mm. with bringing your dinner time earlier, I've been doing that experiment this week, and that's felt really good too. So that might be some another thing to play around with. But I just focus on, I just need to be intentional with my snacking, and yeah, amazing. Um, okay. Thanks. Okay, Tracy's got grazing throughout the day. Tracy, do you feel like like noticing that that's something that's not helpful, and and actually setting your intention of like it's a, you know, the same thing thing as um, as Jennifer? Would that feel good for you to do an experiment with Tracy? Um, Christine's not having a plan for lunch. Tinta excellent christine so that's a great thing to identify so like actually so yours your could be you have to have a week of intentional lunches where you're actually thinking about lunch at some point before it's like you know 2 p.m and you're ravenous like actually having a, a little a project to to get some good lunches in the mix so that you're Not like you don't have to reinvent the wheel every day, but just get some good go-to lunch options, whether that's your eating out or whether you're making them yourself, and um, and taking and doing that. Would that feel good to you, Christine? Um, Carol's saying, Carol, good to see you um, on your iPad. Um, Carol's saying a small cup of peanut M and M's. Okay, that sounds like. like if you really love your peanut m&ms carol and like and if you're putting them in a cup and being intentional with them that's probably not a bad habit to have it's like but maybe you want to maybe your opportunity would be to play around with this the amount in that in that cup um there we go interesting tracy's saying mine was bought mine for her grazing is boredom when i'm busy i don't do it so that's so good to, to recognize. So it's so, and I think what will help be really helpful for that habit, Tracy, is just setting that intention. Okay. I'm not going to be just grabbing stuff out of packets. So if I am, if I do want to eat something fine, but I'm going to serve it out. And that's going to be the intentional bit that you add in. And so when you're, if you're adding that layer of like intentionality into it, you can also check in with am do I really, am I really hungry? Like, do I really need this or am I, am I just bored and I need something fun to do? And, and the other thing that you could experiment with Tracy is, um, thinking about some, like, what are some other fun things that you could do that aren't that aren't food related? Um, Okay, due to saying up until Christmas, I was skipping dinner a few nights a week and was losing weight. It was no problem to miss a meal as I wasn't hungry. But since then, I've been hungry every night and I'm not sure um, what has shifted. Not my weight, that's for sure. My weight has been static, unfortunately. The only thing I can think of is um, that I decided not to restrict our diet and, want sh- and went into free fall. I'm grateful that my weight is stabilized again without dieting. And I'm nervous that I may start going in the wrong direction. If I can, if I restrict again, okay, Judith, are you able to talk? If you, if, um, if you can't, that's cool, but like, yes, if you can talk. amazing, amazing. Cool. Judith. So first of all, like, this is like, this is so amazing, like, like that your weight, like, like your, your weights, like you've got your weight stable. Like that's something to celebrate. And I think like, what you're experiencing is similar to what Jen has been going through. So why I would really encourage, like, okay, actually, no, let me like just ask you. So, so how are you feeling like overall, like you're, you said, you're nervous that it um, may start going in the wrong direction if I restrict again. So how would you, yeah. How are you feeling overall right now?
1: Um, I was feeling okay um, because it was at, at first when I decided just to eat whatever I wanted it was really scary and I did I did gain weight and I stopped weighing for a bit and then it, I settled down um, but I know that snacking is a bad habit of mine and a lot of it is boredom definitely, definitely. and I'm worried that if I kind of, you know, do a blanket, a <laughs> whole strict overeating thing again. So that's my only, I know I know that that is my
0: fat, whatever we're calling it, <laughs> habit. <laughs> Uninten- my un- unintentional eating, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, actually, sometimes I do it intentionally. I just think, okay. screw this. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right, <laughs> I mean, right, I really, right. I
1: think it's I think it through and then I still make the decision to do it. It's like
0: a Okay, but yeah. in the moment, like so when you're saying the screw it voice, that's like yeah. your amygdala. Like that's that's it's that's the part of your brain that it's not using your prefrontal cortex. No, so no, no,
2: that's not just isn't,
0: it. yeah, it isn't being it isn't you so, you are making a, con- a, a decision to do it, but it's not with the best part of your brain. <laughs> Yeah, so
1: I wasn't on the call last week, but I did listen and I did try and do the radically smaller dinner thing again the, over the past week. And yeah, and it I basically at smaller dinners and then at all evening.
0: Uh, yes, right. So, so yeah, this is like sorry, I'm sorry that 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 wasn't a, a good. I should have. Yeah, okay, great that we've done that experiment, Judith. <laughs> so for you, where you are right now i think because you've got like that strong history of like restriction and then like or so you're either in restrict super restrictive like that yeah. honey and chilli or you're like in like totally permissive and like just eat whatever and so what we wanted, so for you um there's probably a lot of psychological hunger that's, that's going on similar to what Jen's been experiencing. So what we want to do first is just build this evidence that you can keep your weight stable without, without like restricting. So doing what you're doing at the moment where you're letting yourself eat until you're satisfied and just keeping your weight. I'd actually have a goal to keep your weight stable and just let that just to, 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 to turn off the psychological hunger. So how would that, that feel? Um, Permission to stay overweight granted. Yeah. 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 So this is, so, so what we want to do is like, this is like part of our two-step master plan, right? So the first step is to turn off the psychological hunger and to, to, Build evidence that when you let yourself eat, when you don't restrict, that you're not, that you don't gain weight. So we want to build that evidence for you that yes, I can, I can eat and I'm not going to gain weight and I, this right. can be okay. But the thing is, if we don't turn off that psychological hunger, anything that you do to, like, like, you, like you this experiment you did this week with the radically smaller dinners, it's, if when the psychological hunger is still at play, you're not that it's going to cause you to overeat again, like like you experience with the smaller smaller dinners. So um so we want to turn off the psychological hunger first. And that's could take a couple of like it might take a couple of months, it might take longer, but that's like this step one. And then so if you think about like you're climbing Everest, you're going up, that's going to be getting that's that's you staying at base camp and, and acclimatizing at base camp, acclimating at base camp. And then when you're in that place where like that feels good to you and you feel solid and you've got a lot of evidence that yes I can eat and I can be have my weight stable and I can be in like and that feels good then you can experiment with um with being more intentional around your serving sizes but you want to have that that firm foundation first and then the weight loss will come afterwards like when you start when you are able to to look at okay. reducing serving sizes okay
2: Thank yeah
0: you. And, um, Jules, and yeah yeah jen
2: can you say just it. a little bit more on the psychological hunger part can you just expand on that a tiny bit
0: because yeah. i'm
2: not quite it's not
0: i don't understand it yeah bas- great great question jennifer so basically what happens is and this is why dieting doesn't work so there's there's a heap of evidence if you look at all diets across all time, the biggest predictor of weight gain in someone is whether they they've dieted or not, and the reason for that is because it's because there's like the physical part aspect of hunger, but there's also a mental aspect to hunger, and so if you're restricting and like telling yourself I'm eating a calorie deficit, and you like you don't have to be weighing, um, like and measuring things, but if you're over like if you're on any sort of diet, in any sort of diet mentality, it can work for the short term, but eventually, like your brain, like there's a like a survival thing that comes into play of like, oh, hang on, we're not getting in, like, we're in food scarcity. Basically, it's like you're putting yourself intentionally in this food scarcity, so it's like you're in a famine, right? And then, of course, so when food becomes available if you're in a famine situation naturally it causes you to overeat and so it's just that with the dieting when you stop dieting and you stop that restriction that's why you like you, people eat over overeat and gain back all the weight and more and and it can be depending on how long you've been dieting and this like how like it's it varies from person to person um but yeah so the way to so, so, if that's in play, if you've got that psychological hunger in play, then it makes it really hard to to lose weight because the your brain's like there's part of your survival brain that's like no we need to she might start re- restricting again we've got to like hoard hoard all the resources. let's eat while we can kind of kind of thing, um, and there's a really great I'll I'll post the um, the link to this with the replay the the I actually came across this concept through from a psychologist um and he had um yeah, gained a lot of weight over time and he was he had this theory that there was a psychological component to hunger because he had tried dieting and he was like it didn't didn't ever work for him so what he did instead was he just set the intention so he was eating he only ate at, he was eating at proper meals so he only ate at meal times he didn't wasn't randomly grazing and then when he had his meals He made sure he felt satisfied before he left the table. So he like was eating until he was felt felt satisfied. And he also did reduce his, like reduce his carb intake. He did like go keto, but he didn't, wasn't having like toast for breakfast, sandwiches for lunch and pasta for dinner. Like he was eating kind of prioritizing protein um, and he like was able to lose I can't remember, I think it was fifty pounds over eight months just by making like making that change. And he was like, This is so mad. It's like I'm eating until I feel really satisfied. I'm not restricting, like I'm not not feeling deprived at all. And it's like that was enough to shift. So and that was because he turned off the psychological hunger. Um, so his articles really is quite interesting to read. So if you if you haven't checked that out, I'll anyone's listening to the replay, like just understanding that is is really key. So um so yeah so back to does that answer your question jennifer yeah great um judith back to you um one thing i just wanted to check in with what you are eating at the moment you're saying like eating whatever i want or whenever i want i just want to i guess the one thing i would might would think that i think will be helpful for you is to get into a rhythm with your meals like actually be so it's not just this free so you're so you're not in free free fall where you're just eating randomly whatever that you're actually experimenting to find like what meal schedule works for you
1: i'm trying to do lunch and dinner
0: lunch and And dinner lunch
1: lunch and dinner and then snacks i am i'm trying to have some kind of routine it's been difficult because i've done so much traveling
0: yeah, but, of course. Okay. But does that, so far, does that, do you feel like that's a good rhythm for you? Like at lunch, is, is it lunch, a snack, yeah. and dinner?
1: Yeah. I just don't understand why I was having such an easy time before, you know, like cutting down on the amount of evening food and now it's just, anyway, no, I, I am trying, I'm trying to get into a routine. I, I realize that's, that's okay. My difficulty is still um getting out of the good food, bad food mindset, so even though I'm eating what I feel like eating, and as you know, and trying to find my hunger, you know, my satiety, society, Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: thank you. <laughs> um, I still, I still get a lot of guilt about what I'm eating. So um, if if it's not in my, you know, my list of, you know, supposedly good foods, so yeah. Right. So that that's my issue
0: right. Do you think and that I'm... triggers
1: overeating? So.
0: Right, 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 right mm-hmm. Okay.
1: but but I am I'm definitely I mean I, I am gonna still try to eat um, to not diet, but I am going to try and cut down on the evening snacking and yeah. I, I try to do the thing where I brush my teeth. After dinner, yeah, but but you still, yeah, just like I'm brushing my teeth three or four times a night.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's not no. Okay, so maybe, um, maybe if we babies, so yeah, like that would be the that's that's letting yourself have enough, like definitely letting yourself have enough during the day is going to be helpful, and letting yourself feel really satisfied at the end of dinner, I think, is going to be another key thing there, Judith and um yeah just really like really focusing on that's the only habit that i'm that i'm working on is like and how like how do i want my evenings to go
1: oh i know i want them to go unfortunately they're not going like that i mean nothing to do with the food just as far as like you know whatever
0: is there is there other stuff that's going on in the evening like like Stress or tiredness, or like, is there other factors that are contributing to making this harder for you? Um,
1: I suppose because I'm taking care of somebody who's sick, so he's asleep usually all evening. So right. It's not the most stimulating environment.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's that's good to like, I mean, that sucks, and I'm sorry to hear that, but it's also so eating like there's like it's kind of like, it's not the greatest environment. So maybe like, it's like thinking of adding the, the thing to do with like, yes, set that intention of eating until you feel satisfied at dinner. And yep. Then after that, I, if you have the urge to have more food, like just co- coach yourself. Um, and also it sounds like adding in another habit in that evening time that does feel that is going to take care of you, like something that's soothing and mm-hmm. or something stimulate or something that feels that's, that's nourishing and taking care of your, um, like your inner being is will be would like adding something in that's not food will be, will be helpful to help you navigate those evenings so that you're, then you're less likely to be going to the food because you've got, this other thing that you're doing that you're looking forward to maybe it's like you start watching a show maybe it's reading a book like maybe it's puzzles I don't like whatever you're into I don't I don't know and you can experiment and play around with it like is it does anything come to mind is that there
1: there are lots of things I do try I try to like book a call with a friend or yeah or when the weather's well once the weather gets better going outside or yeah I do try all all the self-soothing things
0: yeah okay taking a shower yeah like maybe and maybe it's like yeah okay but that's not enough the habits aren't on it those other things aren't enough to counterbalance the food thing Mm -hmm. yeah I'm wondering also Judith if like having any like so maybe like actually having an intentional late, like late night snack or e- like evening snack and after dinner snack that you actually are looking forward to that might rather than it trying to be like, no, I don't do any of this actually. Mm-hmm. So like experiment, do an experiment with that. Like we actually do have this little, like a, when you're, when your partner's asleep, like, and you've got this like, your t- treat that you're having for the evening and like it it might like whatever the food is doesn't matter but just having that this is me taking care of myself
1: yeah I think another thing that's caused it is that I'm used to eating dinner at you know nine o'clock at night and now suddenly dinner time has shifted to six o'clock <laughs> so amazing oh my goodness it makes really long long yeah. after dinner well
0: oh, you need supper you need, yeah, you need to bring in Judith's special supper yeah there we go like it's
1: like is that like a Hobbit's double breakfast
0: yeah exactly okay. and actually intentionally like i would actually like so because if you set that intention that yeah i'm going to be having my supper at nine so i'm going to have like the, i'm like less at dinner now because i'm going to be having my supper later so you're going to be having like a two-step thing and like because if you're used to eating at nine your body, of course, it's, like, it's wanting more, it's wanting food at nine. It's expecting food at nine, so. Okay, I'll try that. Yeah, cool, Judith, and let us know how you go with that. Like, that's. Okay, Yeah, right, good. I think that's so so good that we uncovered that. And because we all have, like, there's totally a circadian rhythm to our hunger, and, like, there's been studies done where they've, like, um, actually given the participants. Um, one group just got given, like, I think it was a Mars Bar or Milky Bow, like some sort of candy bar at random times during the day. And then the other group was given the candy bar at a specific at the same time every day. And the group that had the candy bar at the same time every day, I don't think it had an impact on weight, but they were looking at like blood sugar and other health markers. And the group that had the candy bar at the same time every day, their insulin, like their blood sugar response and their insulin like was all better because their body was ready for it so it was like had the insulin ready so they'd eat the candy bar it like insulin would take their blood sugar down like and it would be all like tidy and like perfect example of how our bodies are supposed to react to a candy bar whereas the random people it was happening at like their blood their blood sugar was like all over the place and I, I don't think it was long enough to have a significant impact on any other health markers but like actually intentionally like, so the, the point of this story and the point of that research is that there's a circadian rhythm to our eating and we can shift that over time. But if you're used to eating a meal at nine o'clock, like, of course your body's like nine o'clock, like, let's do it. (laughs) So like, it's got its digestive juices going. So, um, going with that is, is going to be really helpful. So,
1: okay.
0: Yeah. So got to yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: Amazing. Um, Okay, and Christine said, my plan is to have stir-fry veggies ready to throw in a pan with some pre-cooked clothing. Okay, Christine, intentional lunches. I'm looking forward to hearing how they go. Okay, so who haven't I heard from? Um, Naomi, haven't heard from you. <laughs> how are you feeling, Naomi? Sorry about that. Um, I'm,
3: o- I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. I'm kind of... Um, I'm sort of trying to witness the whole process a little bit more rather than I get so hyper vigilant. and so I mean everybody's saying things that I can relate to. So um it's terrible when you can relate to everything. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, that's me. So is that? That's, that's, that's me. me. That's <laughs> the whole thing. me, right.
0: Right. Yeah.
3: Um I think the good news is is that I know I will find my way. I absolutely know I will. Um and I And the evidence for that is that um, I'm also aware that I'm dealing with a long history of restriction and diet mentality and um, sort of an inner rebel component of absolutely knowing how tricky it can be for me. So for example, the phrase of, of radically smaller dinners is like just
1: I, know, <laughs> just I was like going I to ask you even,
3: lots like I could ton of yeah like on. I can't even think about but having said that, I've done so many things that I'm even questioning whether they're good like I eat from a lunch plate, never a dinner plate. I never overfill my plate. It's always half veggies quarter protein like I do all these things because when I do them I feel good like it's yeah, what I know amazing that helps me feel good. But I also really wish like in my dreams that I could be the kind of person that ate sweet things or sugary things once a week or something, or me, maybe even every three days, and I'm just not able to do that. So would that you know, if I didn't eat sugary stuff every day, like the amount of weight I need to lose is so small, if I didn't graze, and I didn't do that every day, I would be golden, like it would be okay. Um, but I have not been able to do that consistently yet. And so I'm still in process of trying to become more aware of what that's about. And, and when it doesn't feel good, and when it like, I discovered something yesterday, that's really weird, ate something really nostalgic from from um. my childhood that was super, super sweet. And I sat down and I enjoyed it. I didn't eat it fast. I really like got into it. It was really interesting because I was thinking like, I, it's in, I enjoy it. And I was thinking about when I had it before. and But there was this like really cloying, sickly, like sweet thing at the back of my throat. It did not feel good. And when I finished eating it, I actually ended up, and here's the thing about grazing. I was grazing on nuts, but it wasn't it wasn't just like, oh, Naomi's lost it. Now she's grazing on nuts. It was I felt that I needed to balance out I in my nerves <laughs> that high sweet thing. You know what I mean? And it actually made me feel better. So, like, but not great calorically, not great for the scale. And so that's the you know, I go through a lot with the the scale and I've been horrified this week. So I don't even know what that's about because I'm not conscious of doing anything. You know, I feel like I'm grazing less. I'm eating proper meals more. I feel like I'm doing more of the right thing. So this is where this belief comes in that I'm going to have to restrict a little bit if I'm ever going to lose weight. I, I'm just being honest. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. I'm so sorry. I guess first thing I wanted to ask you, um, Naomi, is so you said like the scale had gone up like two pounds over four days. No, yeah, two pounds over four days. And so, do did you have a sense of why that was?
3: No, I mean, no more than because like for the past two or three weeks, I was starting it was starting to drop a bit. But this happens again like as soon as it drops to a certain point something in me, and I'm not conscious of doing anything specific, um, but it's got to be my behavior (laughs) because I don't think my thoughts are putting the the pounds on. Something happens. I adjust something, I compensate something and the weight goes up. But this time it was almost like, it was almost like my nervous system was so threatened that I was actually losing the final bit of weight. Like it went, okay, this isn't going to happen. And it went way up. Right. The other thing is, you know, you talk about this psychological hunger. I mean, it feels like physical hunger to me, where I do not like being a little bit hungry um, for no reason when I'm finishing a meal. So it's really important to me to feel satisfied when I eat. Um, and most of the time I'm doing that, and it has been okay. Um, But if I'm busy or I'm scrambling in between things or I don't have time to finish my meal and so I'm still hungry or different things, then the way I try to fix that later is not good. It's not good for me. But like your question of, well, what am I doing differently? I don't not aware of doing something, one thing different that I can.
0: It's a few few different things. It's probably a few little 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 bits.
3: So that's what I mean by restricting. I feel like, okay, I just got to get back on getting back on track for me is all the things you know and it's not like it's hard work but it's like okay i have to do all the things again
0: all the things again. yeah right 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 okay okay it's just
3: it's not super fun yeah. you know like it's sometimes it's really nice just to go get a burger and fries and not have to worry about you know 2 pounds extra the next morning and then taking a full week to to get even back to baseline like that's how sticky it is for me. I don't know if it's sticky for other people where this, the, the actual pounds you gain is so much harder to lose. Like it really goes up easy, but I actually think that's part of so many years of dieting. I do think there's a threat thing that actually translates physiologically, which is why I have to kind of just be super gentle with it. And it may take a long time, but like, I know that I'm never gonna not track, that I'm never gonna not be intent. I know that, you know, the things, the habits that I've gained are positive. The only thing (laughs) is that it's not translating on the scale ultimately. Now, having said that, I've lost some pounds since the very beginning that have not come back, but like the direction it's going isn't great. So I have to be careful
0: see what i'm saying yeah, yeah yeah cool cool um i'm just starting to think of time are you cool to stay on naomi and coach on this i think this is really important to i think this is this is the crux of crux of it for you um and if anyone needs to go please go have a great week experimenting with your in unintentional eating habits um i think we've got a good plan for, for lots of people um carol if you can stay on as well I'd, that would be amazing and um um, also, my family. If you, I would wanted to check in with you. Um. Yeah. Cool. If you can say on to my family, that would be that would be really, really, really great. Um. Okay. Cool. So, um. So yeah, this 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 thought that I have to restrict. Like, I actually, actually, I just I cut you off, off Naomi. So you were saying like. So that you have that the, there has been some weight that's come come off, but I have to you have to be careful because it could come back on, and you see that it, well,
3: it does it does come back on. So it does, like it will come back it's, on, yeah. It's already um, going going back up, and then it will come down. I mean, I'm one of those ones on Happy Scale that says we will never be able to tell you when you'll get to your goal. <laughs> just Stay at the same place, then go down one, then go up two. Like, it's just like, that's kind of the way it is. So I do a lot of, this is the thing that the the feeling is, I do a lot of intentional work. I do yes. a lot of practice. I do a lot of, um, you know, awareness seeking activity to understand what the, you know, what the nugget is to help myself and, you know, a lot of self-coaching and I don't beat myself up anymore. I feel very, I feel like I'm in good company here. So,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> But you know, it is, um, and it's not even the feeling, like it's not as strident as I have to restrict. There isn't that energy anymore. Um, because I refuse to diet. I, I, somebody's, I don't know who said that, but maybe it was Judith, but I have made the vow va- I will not diet again. I will not, I cannot. And so I'm very grateful to know that I have lost some pounds by shifting my attitude around that um but yeah I'm I'm in a I'm in a, a tough spot. I think part of me and and I've brought this up with you before, and I don't know what the answer is. part of it is when will I know I'm in. The right place because weight is is contrived you know women come up with numbers that make no sense the ranges are ridiculous but if I think about myself and where I feel best it's um still a, a couple pounds more but where, that where, is you are,
0: where you are now where I am now
3: yeah, yeah.
0: amazing 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 so you know Not a ton you- but yeah feel- yeah so I'm really you're like you're really close to your goal and you're not dieting and you're eating <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah of course of course it does feel feel far away yeah but at the moment do you feel, like it feel like my consensus is that you're not letting yourself feel good about that like there's a little bit of like yeah, it's okay, but I'm, I'm not at this weight, and so like there's a bit of like not like giving yourself credit for what what you have like what you have achieved, Naomi.
3: Yeah, I don't feel like it's commensurate with what I, the you know the work that I've been doing. This is why it's confusing for me. I mean, if I was working with a client who was doing the things that I'm doing and being honest with myself, I know that it's not perfect, but there there still could be movement and i'm surprised at how little i have to show for it yes right i really am i think like this is just not fair <laughs>
0: this is not fair of course it's not fair yeah yeah yeah
3: so i mean and and the reality is it's more important for me to be a healthy person i know i'm healthy i know i am um and so that other piece of it is 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 maybe something I just have to it's going to be something I'm quote working on for the rest of my life I just think there's something kind of funny about it because women in our 20s in our 30s like do we ever menopause are we ever going to get off the hook it seems not we're still going to have to think about (laughs) that last few pounds I'm I'm being philosophical. Gina. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. And I think it's good to get this out. Like, yeah. Like I've heard a lot <laughs> of people resonating with this, Naomi, but I'm just wondering, like, so I think that this, this idea of like, I don't want to restrict, I think that might be the sneaky thought that causes this weight to come back on. So it's, yeah there could be like a nervous system thing but i think it's actually like there's there's an idea that i don't want to restrict and or that i shouldn't restrict that causes you to like like do some little like have, have little bits here and there that cause this weight to to not be moving and like and the thing is that yeah of course we don't want to go into calorie counting, diet mentality, like dieting, but also like there's a little bit of maybe like, I think that, 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 and I've coached a couple of people a bit on this on the, like, I don't want to restrict thought and um yeah. Like when we've unraveled that, that's been the thing that's helped. Yeah. So I think it's um, so, like, like, and and i think it's like around what like you don't want to restrict but you but the there's like this so the other like the other so then it's like well then i just need to eat whatever and what we and so that causes the weight to come on and so what we wanted the like i think the thought that that can be helpful like there's this, like we need to find a middle ground that's like yes It's like it's almost like giving yourself permission to sometimes eat less and sometimes set that intention to eat less. What? Like that it's actually okay for me to set an intention to eat less sometimes.
3: Well, I do that. I mean, I do that. So when if the if the number on the scale freaks me out, yeah, then I do eat less. And then it's still freaking me out a little bit. I try to eat less some more. And then, okay, it's not freaking me out as much. I try to breathe a little bit. And then, so, yeah. So that's kind of what I'm noticing. Um, and And when I say eat less, I've adjusted that so that it's still satisfying enough that I'm not feeling like I'm a sad dieter you know, but but I am trying to, um, kind of be aware of it. So, but, but I mean, I'll take a look at that. I'll think about whether I'm always giving myself that other option. I think I am though, because I think it's so hard not to feel (laughs) like restrictions and always an option or not restriction, but eating less is always an option. And, um,
0: yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's yeah. like, no, rather than like, I'm eating less, it's like, right. Like, actually the thought is like, like I don't need as much when mm. I'm so, mm. and flip flipping yeah. on that way. So, cause that, that's my thought. Like when I like this girl goes up for me, if I have like a big weekend and I have a lot of food, like have a big feast then the scale goes up and so of course naturally but if I like I, I don't need as much the next day and then like, like like that that's nice I don't need I don't need as much and i so it's not that I'm restricting it's like actually like genuinely my body doesn't need as much because I'm really listening to my body and those are the like there are days where it's like sometimes like you know not, not even like like I just don't even like like I feel satisfied yeah. with half my dinner, like or less than half my dinner, like, and it's yeah. like, so and I have. I have also I don't that. see that as a bad thing, Naomi. That like, yeah, that it go. Like I actually see that this fluctuation, like, is like that's part of the rhythm of my life, and that's part of me being naturally healthy. Is that I'll sometimes feast, and then sometimes I'll I won't need as much, and and mm-hmm. that that's that that's mm-hmm. what balances it out.
3: Actually, that kind of, that's interesting. So Mm -hmm. you, you do feast, you, you actually, you do feast, you do enjoy that. It's not the same all the time. I know you've said this before, but that element of, you know, being able to feast and then just realizing that the rest of not, of just pulling back can be restorative because I think Yes,
0: I, yes. I oh my have, god, that's such a good word. Yes. Yeah.
3: It's yeah. pulling back is actually restorative. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that sounds like self-care to me, which I like.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It is. Because it's like because it feels like to be when you're in because you know like when you're in that that way when it feels like really good to you, like it's it's like so before I did that cream experiment. I was in that place where it was feeling a bit pudgy and it was like not a big deal. No one else would notice, but to me, it doesn't feel yeah. great. And so then doing that experiment, like since then, I've been in this place where it feels really good and it's like it's restorative to do that. It's not. And primitive.
3: you, but you can stay there. Like you've been able to like reach your goal first. Like I think that's the thing that is challenging for me is that that makes so much sense and I'm able to do it, but, um, and I'm not going to use, I don't want to think of it as sabotage, right? Like I I used to think of it as I think that's helpful, but there is something, you know, I think I need to kind of concentrate on some subtleties around those thoughts a little bit, because there's something, something there that's keeping it stable in the wrong kind of a way.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, I think like, and this is, this is at the, that's at the heart of it.
3: Thank
0: yeah. you. No, I think like that's, that it's, it's that, thank you, Maybe Like, I think this is, I will, I will keep you posted <laughs> yeah. As I always do. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But it's like, think, thank, thank
3: you guys for not, you know, like sometimes I feel like my posts are a little bit negative, but you guys are always really, nice to me so it's, <laughs> because it's no, like, I never feel like Naomi's I never, not getting it everybody else is getting your fault doing the homework and getting
0: their results it's like, no no, so, no <laughs> yeah, yeah Naomi's like but, and thank you for your honesty with that and that's for everyone it's like we always when we're in groups we always assume that everyone else is doing so much better than us and I have been in like in these groups with my business coaching. Like I know what that feels like. So you just got to be onto yourself. But no, like we're all learning from each other and never feel bad about posting negative stuff. Like just let it out. It's so good to like have it in the like because then we can walk through it and shine the light on it and change it. Whereas if we, we just hold on to the negativity on our own, we can't we can't change it. So that's me holding on to
1: negativity by myself.
0: Oh, Judith, yay. No, I know because
1: often I don't post because I feel like, oh, I'm such a Debbie Downer.
0: <laughs> All right, okay. Maybe we should have a, a competition. Who can get the most negative post this week? I sort of, I'm i going to be looking out for the most honest, real negative post, and that's going to win the prize of the week this week. So I want to see. I, wanna right. I, could, you guys. I could probably
1: blow your mind.
0: Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm, up, I'm up for it. Um, okay. Yeah. So, Naomi, how does it feel if, like, that, that this new thought for you so when I don't want to restrict let that go and go actually it's restorative for me to have less restorative for me really
3: uh, resonated with me it felt very much for like like that's the language that's the experience that I'm looking for Um, and so it actually might allow me to sort of Look at some other things that I think I've not that I've rejected, and I have to be careful with it because it's a balance, right? Because yeah, I can get, of course, I can yeah, get, uh, a little bit. Um, it's just sneaky how it comes up, right? Restrictions are really weird thing. You think you're you're fine, and then you realize, like, I can't sleep because I'm starving.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right, like, right.
3: What have I done? Like, that's not necessarily how I want to feel every single night, but actually. On the other hand, and I'm just going to say this, I can take note of times when I felt this feels like a healthy hunger. This feels like my body is resting and it's using other fuel. And so again, like it doesn't have to be a black and white thing. So I think you've helped me relax about, you know, worrying so much about is it restricting? Because there's some positives around Pulling back. Positives around
0: pulling positive positive. Yeah, pulling back can be can be restorative. I think that's a really helpful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Jules. Great. Awesome. No, so good. So good, Naomi. Um, Miss Family, are you able to talk? I just would love to check in with you on how, how you're going with your goal, Naomi. Um, uh, family. Are you able mm-hmm. to unmute? Yay, yeah, yes, she can.
2: Hi. Hi, Jules. Hi, my um, family yeah just just, on the I'm spot just... here
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no i'm gl- i'm glad um I'm glad I made it to the call and that was really great coaching I'm also going to play around with that idea of every now and pulling back and be restorative and 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 look at it that way rather than restrict as restricting yes
0: excellent um okay and how how are you feeling about your goal and and where you are heading with that?
2: Oh, for, you know, very, very similar to 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 Naomi at the moment. It feels like I drop a little bit, and then it's like just, just like, um, just like she said, it's like I relax, and then I'm like, okay, now I can breathe, and then I'll just go up again. <laughs> I, I'm, tr- I need to find a way to carry on dropping. I, f- I feel like it's almost. Like I, I get, I get to a high end of my weight and then I'm unhappy about that. And so I'm very, very, very intentional, intentional for about one day. And then I drop down or two day, or two or three days and then I'll drop down and I'll be like, okay, this is much better. And then I sort of relax and then it goes back up to, to the high end again.
0: Yeah. Cool. Cool. So on those days when you're being intentional with family does it feel bad no because
2: quite often it's after days when I've eaten a lot and so I can naturally feel that I don't need as much
0: amazing amazing
2: but I'm not able to string those days together, together or I'm not able to to tweak those days so that when I do need more food I'm able to give myself more food but not too much too much right
0: right 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 so when I was talking about the um like the unintentional habits what do you think is like did anything come up for you in terms of oh yeah I definitely like is there a certain time of the day or like it was is there anything that came up? yeah
2: for you? I think when when I've got the evenings more organized then it's much better my 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 tricky time is when I come home from work and I I feel like I want to give myself a snack to relax and to reward myself for the day. And then sometimes that snack gets out of hand and other times the snack's okay, but it's a relatively big snack. And then I have quite a big dinner as well, not necessarily because that's what I need to feel satisfied, but
0: just because I want that full sort of comforting feeling. Yeah, right, right. Right. So it's the big snack plus the big dinner. Equal, yeah, equal yeah. scale going up. Mm. Yeah. So this comforting feel full comforting feeling. Like is that a true friend with Amway? No, no, no. <laughs> but
2: yeah. it's really funny because I was I was observing it this week and you know, I'll wake up, I'll be super motivated, I'm very happy with coffee my stomach feels better. I feel better. The scales happy. My stomach is much, much happier. I don't get stomach aches when I do that. And then for, for lunch, I'll have like, like I was, I was trying, I was playing around a little bit with radically smaller lunches because that's the time when it's a meal that I eat because if I don't, I'll I'll be starving at three o'clock, but it's, it's a meal that I can tweak quite a lot yeah and and then and then suddenly five o'clock i walk in the door and it's like a pavlovian response
0: and i'm just like oh what can i eat what's yummy great okay (laughs) cool cool so this is this is this is great we've identified your window of like like this is this is like that's that's where the the opportunity to be intentional is going to make a big difference so actually with like wouldn't have smaller lunches the family unless that feels like really good for you because yeah so just go back to your regular lunch size but your intentionality focus like it needs to be on that five o'clock habit of like when I get yeah yeah I agree yeah so would that like and and the thing is like if you get that in order like if you get that into a place that feels really intentional and good then there's going to be less days where you're overeating and the scale's going up.
2: Mm. I think someone mentioned that. Maybe it was Judith. They said during the day they can eat whatever and then they just that was focus Laureen. on evenings. Lorraine. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. if I if I did something similar, if I saved up all that, that discipline that mental, and decision making the, the, intention, the, the intentionality,
0: o'clock. yeah, for five o'clock. Mm. And actually the probably the tiny habit to start with is either on your way home or just as soon as you get home pause and just ask yourself like how do I want this to go and just set an intention for for how that snacking window is going to go and so like you whatever you're having serving yourself out and and I'd like if it was me I'd be really top on myself and I would not I'd be like no this is like this is your intention this is your snack no going back for more like you're going to be having dinner soon and actually I do that with my afternoon snack like with my seeds and yogurt because it's like of course I want some more peanut butter (laughs) on a spoon (laughs) like it's amazing but I'm like no I'm going to be having dinner dinner soon so like I focus on that do you do you think that would be fun with family to like really use like do an experiment this week of having super intentional after dinner after work snack
2: sorry the dog the dog knocked my speakers (laughs) oh no (laughs) I know that's
0: okay (laughs) yeah so I was just saying like like um yeah do you think that that would be a fun experiment to do this week of really focusing on that yeah yeah
2: yeah. and I think it's a it's a good idea to to do that little self-coaching no this is enough I want to enjoy dinner this is uh, just just play around with it a few days and see how it goes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and and also like notice like when you remember to set an intention, like celebrate, like give yourself credit for it. And also when you like, even if you do end up, and if you try and coach yourself, like go, oh look, I'm trying to coach myself here. This is good. Like actually, <laughs> like like have bring that like noticing progress into it and share in the group. Like let us know how you how you go with that thanks that sounds like a good plan for the week a good plan for the week yep and just put it put a like little mental note in your mind for future um future coaching around this like idea of wanting to feel really full
2: okay okay
0: like just but but don't like I think the the biggest opportunity is the snacking thing
2: yeah let me work on that work on that one first
0: yeah Yes. yeah and also like the family remember to celebrate that like you're like your weight's been really stable for a, a long time like and that you're being able to 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 do that so like this is actually like let yourself feel good about that that you've got that rhythm under control like in balance. yeah
2: that's a that's a that's a really strong base habit that uh that I'm really really glad that I've got under my belt yeah. now
0: yeah 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 and so you've been like you've You've spent some good time at base camp. It's time. I think you're ready for some ascent work. <laughs> work and yes, I'm that... ready to leave base camp. Yeah, you're ready to leave base camp and actually, like, get that number moving in a, like, gentle and positive way. Yeah, amazing. Okay, well, massive marathon coaching effort this morning. <laughs> it's beautiful. Like We're going to have a lovely summer's day. So have a fantastic week, everyone, with your and exploring your unintentional habits um judith's coaching was awesome oh thank you yay um and Carol had to go so i'm gonna have to coach her her next week um yeah have fun but just remember and just do do some little experiments with yourself sharing the group and i'll be looking i'm looking for the the most um negative post in the in the group (laughs) group i want to (laughs) want to hear from you (laughs) yeah okay have a great week everyone bye